Hello and welcome back to the PTP podcast. I don't know if you are watching this or not, but if you are, you'll be able to tell that I am not in my usual spot. I'm sat in the garden because we've just had our patio done and sit outside. It's lovely weather. It's hot. And who wouldn't want to sit outside in 30 degree heat in Newcastle? I mean, I'm sure everyone around the country Apart from people who would live abroad, like Pete, will be able to appreciate the heat. Although, to be fair, Pete probably would appreciate the heat because he constantly lives in Tenerife, which is around 17, 18 degrees. He just likes to tell me that it's actually about 35. It is what it is. Today, we're talking about peating for free and when you when you start an out and should you actually start charging for it. But for first, first off, before we get into that, if you're a uh, consistent listener of the PTP podcast, you'll know that we're not going to get straight into it just yet. <laughs> How are you doing, Pete? <laughs> well, I was doing all right until you you just mentioned the temperature, and that's a real bugbear into mine. And I'm just going to say now, I'm not going to rise to it. I'm bigger than that. And, yeah, <laughs> you, I'm not childish. We all know if you look at her, Lewis, Lewis likes to do. Obviously, he thinks he's a bit of a comedy genius. He'll... What he'll do is he'll screenshot the temperature and he'll scribble that out and try and make on it by 18 degrees. He'll edit it and that's what he does for his banner. But yeah, it's been boiling here. And the re- if can I just, I want to be honest with the listeners and if there's any viewers out there, I feel it's really necessary to tell you why Lewis is sat outside and it's nothing to do with the temperature because I've just done a quick check and it's about 10 degrees in Newcastle. And it's simply the fact that this guy is, he's actually opened his wallet and spent a bit of money on his patio. So for every <laughs> five, you'll be able to... No, that, why does that say Tenerife? Don't say Kenya on that. Definitely not Kenya. Yes, Kenya. Kenya. But just as you can Kenya. see, this looks like rural. <laughs> this looks like... Whoa, where, where are we going with this? What are you trying to say? Yeah, I've got the feet. I've got the feet on the podcast. Hope there's no uh, people who like. What, are you, what are, you, are you trying to say? There's no brick houses in Kenya. When did I say that? You were saying it looks like it doesn't look like rural Kenya. Well, it doesn't. Does it? Have you been to Kenya? Well, potentially going next year, actually. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. Kenya <laughs> next year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Just it's funny. It's funny how I pick a random country, Amsterdam. Yeah, that's the one. It's funny I pick a random country, and you happen to be going thinking about going there next year. It sounds like a. Isn't that it? It does. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, so Lewis has spent a bit of money on his patio, and he's got nice furniture. He's even got a lantern on there. And I think he's just trying to get a bit of value for money out of his, his new patio. So that's why he sat there that, and it literally freezing his bollocks off. Yeah, it's only 40. Exactly. I've got my gloves in my pocket for deployment if my fingers get cold like they usually do. So what what's your plan for when you visit Kenya? Just do all the Kenyan things. <laughs> you, you know what, Liz? You've, for someone that happens to be off to Kenya next year, you've you sound like you've looked into it with that. No, genuinely. activities. Well, the thing is, we've got two options. We're going to do a slightly long holiday next year. One of them oh, is right. Kenya, and one of them is either Italy for somewhere between 10 and 14 <laughs> Quite a contrast. Why? Why? 
because you're going to Europe and you're going to Africa, two very different sort of holidays. Usually Italy, it sounds like you do a no, 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 no. Trip I'm, around. I'm not talking about. I'm not. I'm not talking about Kenya and Africa. I'm talking about that one, the one which is on Mars. Oh, Kenton. So you're going to say Kenton for your holidays? <laughs> no. All jokes aside, we genuinely did look at going to Kenya. You course you did. And you go on then. So what activity were you going to do in Kenya? So we were going to be doing a bit of a safari. So we we're going to go to... <laughs> right. Because <laughs> that was an easy activity to pick, wasn't it? <laughs> it's like me today. Well, uh, I'm off to Italy. What are you doing in Italy? Well, probably eat a pizza, isn't it? <laughs> if you ask her, who'd been to Kenya? I mean, they're hardly going to be just going to just walking around the streets. People are going to want to go <laughs> something which is known like the safari. Yeah, but just want to say I, I'm not working for the Kenyan tourist board, but I'd imagine there's a lot more to Kenya than safaris. That's that's the point. And Italy, there's probably a lot more sure to pizzas, but. There is. I feel like you've just picked the most generic activity you could possibly to prove your point, which doesn't stand up. Do you know what? Do you know what it is? <laughs> Go on, tell, I'm sure you're going to tell us. <laughs> I, I don't need to prove myself to you. <laughs> All right, here we go. If I'm... Flip now that he's whipped up. You're just wheeling these out now. <laughs> if I want to potentially go to Kenya, I don't need to... Just explain myself as to where I'm going to go, what I'm going to do. I feel like I'm getting interrogated by the tax man. Well, you're not claiming it on expenses, are you? You're not doing a PT course over there, are you? <laughs> no, I already did that. I already did that with a patio. I mean, oh, did you? Because to be fair, I've never seen anyone package PT and safari together. So that could be a good niche. Yeah, but my <laughs> clients like elephants, tigers. You should, uh, should have a word with Noah about that. He, uh, he had a few other rules. Noah? Noah? And he's an ark. Ah. He, he, uh, he, he was on a boat and he had a bit of time to kill. Maybe he started a bit of PT. Keep the animals no, fit. Maybe I feel Not eating each other. Oh, by the way, by the way, I've got a funny story about you for the listeners. A funny story about me? Yeah. And it's one where I wasn't actually I mean, there either. Well, who's, who's told you this story? But this is what I'm... One of, my, the, uh, one of my clients. One of your clients? Yeah. And it, do you know what it is? This is really funny because... <laughs> Jesus. This is totally... This is totally not included with the story, but there's a slight delay on when I speak to you replying from what... I think there's like a two-second delay. So when I stop talking, you don't reply for like another two to three seconds. <laughs> so it goes silent for like three seconds and I don't know whether you've heard me or not. <laughs> right. Right, I see. So, because I've got my Bluetooth headphones, I'd say it is a little, no, maybe not. Well, it depends which way you look at it. Is this, are you going to, I mean, are you just going to tell this or are you going to give me any clue of what yes. it could be to jog? So, no, 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 it's not, it's, it, it happened in the gym in Gosford about four or five years ago. And the reason I mentioned it now is because the client who I trained this morning reminded me of it and she's told me it before. Let's wind back the clock to 2017, okay? So, Sorry, I'm, just gonna, I've got to... I'm just going to throw a hint out there, okay? If you ever are in a gym and you have some... If you collapse or faint, 
make sure you know where the first aid kit is and Pete isn't around. What? I don't remember this story. <laughs> right. So it was my client Joe. Do you remember where the first aid the first kit the first aid kit was? Yes, I kit. do. Just Yes. In the in the office. No. Oh, the, yeah, it was in the staff room. Then there was Yeah, but then there's also the DFIR thing. DFIB. 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 Yeah, that was D-fib. on the wall. That's like every. DFIB was there in the first aid kit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every. Uh, yeah, are you gonna, every are you gonna let me every Friday, I have to check that DFIB. No. Go on then, do your worst. Right, so. All started in around 2017. This is what my clients told me. So I wasn't. Like, <laughs> oh, God. Apparently, she, right. <laughs> she, she was going into the gym. So for a session on her own, in between sessions with me. And she said as she was walking along Gosseth High Street to the entrance of the gym, she noticed that there was a, I think she said around a middle-aged older man just laid on the floor bleeding. And it, she looked like he'd fainted or something. And, and he looked like uh, when she went over to see if he was okay, she said that he seemed a little bit drunk. So, he, But he was laid on the floor totally like out of it. So she thought, you know what, I'm outside the gym. The gym will have a first aid and a defibrillator, etc. So I'll go in the gym and ask one of the PT. He was on shift that day. So so she walked in the gym, walked up to Pete and said, there's a man outside who's had a fall and not in a good way. Could, is there a first aid kit? And or like some type of or anything which will help him. And apparently Pete went away for a few minutes, came back and said, I've got a plaster. <laughs> and apparently, apparently my client was like, well, no, I, I need a, a proper first aid kit with like all the, the bits of stuff, which is the first aid kit to help him because he'd had a fall. And apparently you were like, I don't know where the first aid kit is. I just know where a plaster is. I mean... I've got no recollection of that story at all. Are you sure it was me? Then, well, because I know she knows who you are. Which one's Josie on about? I've trained her for six, seven years. Obviously, trained her at the gym. Still training now at Amy. She's like early 30s. Oh, I know who you mean. She's a nurse, isn't she? Yes, yeah. And I just gave her a plaster. Apparently, you came out with a plaster and said, I don't know where the plaster is, kid. I've only got a plaster. <laughs> Mate, you know what? Maybe I so, misunderstood the severity of his injuries. I just found it hilarious <laughs> at the point. There's like a man who's like in a bad way, and Pete comes out to save the day like a, spy, or like a superman with a plaster. Yeah, when I'm, I'm that well trained in first aid, I don't need anything other than plasters. But, but you can... I can save anyone's life with a plaster in my knowledge. You know what it is? Like, if I ever break my leg in Tenerife and you're around, <laughs> the, I know. The plaster. If you've a got plaster, plaster it. around, it'll, it'll sort it. You, you know what it was? It's come back to me now. And the reason for it was <laughs> Here we go. I, went and, I went to the office to seek some advice from management. And management said... We can't really spare much other than a plaster or two. The budget's tight for first aid, and we only use it on people within the gym. So unfortunately, all I can offer you is a plaster or two, and that—that's where it. So it doesn't really sound that daft when you think about it. 
Right. Well, we'll both have our own side. Well, so we'll, we'll just leave it at that. I, I think we need to get your client on and, and I, I need to have a word with her to try and jog my memory. Can I just ask why that came up in conversation? I can't remember. I think, I think I'd said, I think she must've said, oh, like what, what are you? Oh no, she said, oh, are you first aid trained today? Because I think she was talking about her job and how she always needs to deal with people obviously, who potentially need first aid because she's a mental health nurse. And then she said, talked about a situation which had happened at work. And then she just said, oh, are you first aid trained? And I was like, well, I remember doing one last just before I left the gym in about 2018. And then she laughed and said, oh, I remember a funny story about first aid. Right. All the PTs, right. your, like your mate, the PTs. There we go. There we go. There we go. Anyway, I mean, I was actually first aid trained, trained at that point. Which... Else you want to say? Well... I was first aid trained at that point. I'm just going to put that on record. So this this is why I'm doubting the story <laughs> even further. Um, right, well, let's just leave it at that. I've, I've got sort of a, obviously, we like a difficult question or a fact, but it was Ooh. just to pass on. So this isn't a fact itself, but this is something that people should do to get the old grey matter working daily, is have you ever heard of, is it word? Is what? Sorry? Have you ever heard of it? Word Sorry, of... I was making sure my hotspot's connected because the last thing I want is for this podcast to go off and my internet to disconnect. Of course, of course. Uh, yeah, word up for the fifth time. Have you heard Have you heard of it? <laughs> Can you repeat it? <laughs> Can we cut this out? Word up for the sixth time. Sorry, I think there's a little bit of discrepancy here and a bit of a mix-up because there's this slight two to three second delay i don't know if you'd heard, heard me what i've said so i end up talking again and we end up talking over each other i'm not i can't say it again i hope you've just heard me wordle wordle yes so wordle can you, uh, well can you can <laughs> there is there's another thing similar to wordle called world wordle wordle yeah, we just it's the same thing. I don't know. But imagine word, imagine word. Yeah, world. Right. The rest of it. Yeah. Right. Anyway, really good. There's a <laughs> Google it. You get a link, and every day, you click on the link, and it's a different country, or what would you call it? Like not district, like county, I suppose, but. We called that in different. Yeah, like it. It could be part of a country, or it could be a country, and you've got to guess it. So you you don't get the full map. Obviously, you just get one country's outline. Yeah, and it it's really good. So every day it's a different one, and then you have it. You write in your guess. So let's say it's a picture of Saudi Arabia, right? And you chuck okay. in Qatar. Yeah. It'll tell you potentially. I'm I'm guessing here that from Qatar it's to the right by 400 kilometers. So what it'll do is it'll say you're this close, 400 kilometers close, and it'll have an arrow, and then you get another guess. So it's really good, and it actually really tests you because I always thought I was really good at the world map. If you put the world map in front of me, I'd say that's so and so, so and so, and so and so. Those are the capitals. Otherwise, no one is geography. But when you see a country, geography, yeah. But if you actually see a country without the rest of the world around it, just a silhouette, 
it really does get your brain working. I'd, I'd recommend it. Um, Did you say it was an app? And when you get it right, you feel great. What? Did you say it was an app? No, it, it's uh, it's like a website link. All right, okay. Website link, but oh. it changes every day. So you've got the full day to get. Or it, it changes, but it's quite good. We've we've got it in the house that we all use. You all use it, right? And we all sort of have a little competition to, to see who gets it first. But it's quite good. Oh, that's good. that's quite interesting. I might I might have to check that one out. Worldly, did you say? So it's Wordle, Wordle. Are, are you playing musical chairs or something? <laughs> no, I'm a nightmare. I need to put my charger in in there because. When we're recording this for the reels and stuff, for Insta, we, I try and keep my laptop far away, but where the charger is, it just wasn't reaching the length. So, Fair enough. yeah. Anyway, Sorry, shall we get into this episode podcast? Because otherwise we're 20 minutes in and people are going to be chomping. They must be chomping at the bit now to know what we want to talk about. <laughs> They're desperate. They're desperate to know what we're actually talking about today. So does that mean we're going to actually move on to the content or I suppose we actually now have to provide some valuable information, don't we? Yeah. I mean, I, I think we've chewed the fat enough, haven't we? <laughs> so, well, today we're going to be talking about painting for free when you first start out. I mentioned it when I first started the podcast, and I think it's quite a, con I wouldn't say controversial topic, but it's one in which I think a lot of people have slightly polarizing opinions, because I think some people will be in the camp of handing out a lot of free PT sessions to generate leads to then turn them into clients. And then there's the other part that who would say that you don't and shouldn't do anything for free. You should do pretty much anything where you ex are exchanging time for some type of price. And we're going to delve a little bit deeper into the pros of doing a few free PT sessions if you did want to go down that route and some of the cons. And before giving you my full analysis and what I actually think. I'm going to say that I'm not personally a massive fan of doing many free PT sessions. I am, we are going to delve into, as I just said, a few ways on which you can incorporate it, especially when you're first starting out. But overall, I'm not a big fan. So I would say I am a fan of this. Uh, and I think I was going to say that I was going to say, Lewis, is this something that you used back in the day when you started? Um, Obviously, you said you weren't keen on it, but did did you ever do this? Yes, I did. And I know in some of the podcasts we say that you should do like twenty minutes where you're providing value down, somewhere down the conveyor belt. But I see that different to giving away a free PT session. I think that's totally different, and everyone has different opinions, but giving someone value and showing them some exercises, which is maybe the third to fourth step on our conveyor belt. I wouldn't, yes, you're exchanging your time for free, but I don't put that in the same sort of bubble as giving a full free PT yeah. session. Yeah, I mean, I think there's, you just want to make it clear, I think there's, there is a very much, there is a difference with that. But I know when I started out, this is something that I definitely did. So obviously, as I learned the, yeah, and as, as a sort of, figured out what giving value was that that was a given that i would give that free stuff out to give value to people a lot on that conveyor belt but i think at the start before the mystical conveyor belt was even thought about or understood <laughs> by either of us we would 
well, I know I did with certain people that I knew, whether it was family, friends, partners, gave some free sessions out. And I think we did a podcast, didn't we? Was it Fake It to Make It? Yes. Can't remember what. I'd have to have a little look at what episode it was, but I remember we did that, didn't we? And I think it's sort of, this is my theory on it, is that fake it to make it basically means that if you look, people are generally more attracted to a busy person. It's, let's imagine well, down, the, down the strip in Tenerife and there's a line of bars and restaurants and I'm thinking, which one do I fancy going into right? And you pass a few and there's not a soul in there. And then you, you see a couple, a couple of people in, and then you get to the next and it is he, there's loads of people there. There's an atmosphere. It looks good. You're probably tempted to go with that one more than the one that is empty. You don't want to be the first person sat in there or the only person. So you generally go for the more popular because you, the theory is that you see that and think, well, it must be good because everyone else is in there. Whereas these other bars, restaurants, there's not a soul in there. So they're probably not good. So I think in terms of a PT example, if, if you're the PT that doesn't have a client and you've just started, which is fine, people might not be attracted to you. That's why the more established PTs within that gym are probably busier because people think, well, a lot of people use Lewis or a lot of people use Pete, but why, why are we not using him? Sometimes you just doing a free, free sessions at busy times of the gym. There's certain times you should think about using it to, to make it more beneficial. Whether you're PTing friends, family, partners, it, it can make you look busier than you actually are until you get busy. That, that was my theory when I started. Definitely. I've, I've got to say. I think it, it did did help me, definitely. Yeah, and I think the pause which I give for giving free PT sessions, if I was going to do it, that one, it's good for building up experience, especially when you're first starting out. Two, it's good for building some testimonials when you're first starting out. And three, it helps build self-confidence in delivering PT sessions. There, I would say, in my opinion, three reasons as to why I would be actually giving some free PT sessions. So good for building up confident experience. If you're someone who hasn't done any PT sessions before, then it probably is going to be something where you are lacking a little bit because you don't know exactly what you need to do and how you need to go about it. What happened there? It just took me out. Well, I can edit this bit out. It doesn't matter. I'll just carry on. Right. I can edit this out because it's still recording. Okay, cool. So it's... Good for building up experience. Obviously, when you first start out as a PT, you will not know how to PT properly. Yes, you've done it in your PT school, your qualification. But just like any job, you haven't built up any experience to be able to deliver sessions efficiently. So it's good for that. Two, it's good for building testimonials because if you're someone who's going to be advertising transformations, for example, well, it's hard to advertise something when you don't actually have any results. So giving free PT sessions away, for example, saying free eight-week package for five people for to get from A to B, to then building up some type of testimonial so then you can advertise that social media, for example, or on banners within the gym so that when you are actually charging people, you do have some testimonials. And the third thing, as I said, was builds confidence. Because again, just like anything, you don't thoroughly learn how to actually do the thing until you do the thing. It's like when you do your driving lessons, you don't, properly learn how to drive in your driving lessons you just learn how to pass the driving test 
It's only when you actually drive yourself in your own car that you actually learn how to build the confidence to drive the car, long journeys, shorter journeys, learn how to work the gears properly. So I'd say they're the three main things, in my opinion, as to why you should give maybe a few free PT sessions. But I want to actually talk about, well, let Pete talk about the cons of giving too many free PT sessions. Because I feel like they're good for when you first start out, but after maybe two months tops, you need to start. What do you think, Pete? Yeah, I, th- I think you've got to be really careful because obviously if you're getting good results with those clients that you've been PTing for nothing, offer very little, they're, they're not going to want to suddenly pay. If you've not mentioned that in the future, that, you know, at the start, sorry, if you've not mentioned in the future, look, this is only a short-term deal or this is just going to work out for a few months while I'm building the business. They're potentially going to get a bit used to that. And if you've not really set your stall out early and you know what I'm like with expectations and consultations, when you have that initial consultation, look, I'm happy to be to you for the two, three months. It'll be this amount or free, whatever it is to cover your, your rent if you're paying per client, whatever it is, you're going to have to put that up at some point. And hopefully as you've got busier and other people, clients have come and approached you or you've spoken to them and they've seen you busy and they, they want to now use your services. Your time is not as, you're not as time rich, you know, because you've now got paying clients and those free clients, you want to move them into pain as well. But if they're just there for the the cheap meal, the cheap service that you're offering and they don't want to PT and pay for it, then really they're stopping you growing because you, you know, that time back to then put towards paying clients because we have to pay the bills. So I think it, it only wants to be for a short time, but it can be one of them with PT and so on. Maybe you get on with them and you're a little reluctant to then say, look, I've PT'd you for three months and it. It's great and stuff, but now I'm busy. Would you be prepared to pay a rate? Sometimes you can put that off because PTs generally can be a bit bad for asking for money when you're asking face-to-face if someone hasn't paid yet. So I think it's as long as you've had that conversation at the start, maybe as you've been PTing that person two, three months in, as the weeks go by, hopefully you're going to have been planting the seed in their mind that that's coming to an end and how much it would be. If you were to come on to a paying customer, maybe you could even mention to them, look, I'm, I'm getting busier now, getting more clients. So thanks for helping me, but it will come to an end, this relationship. So I think you've got to set your stall out early and, and let them know, plant the seed, because when you get busier, you won't have the time to give them that free, free advice and help and coaching. I, I think the earlier, the better, the, sorry, the earlier you tell the client that you're going to be up in the price or actually charging at all, should I say, the better. Because if you are given free PT sessions away for them, but you don't set out at the very start of the commitment that at some point I'm going to start charging for these. If you do start charging for them, say, two, three months down the line, they're going to be thinking, well, I've just been getting it for free. I don't want to pay for it. They're not going to see the value in it. Whereas mm-hmm. if you said, look, we yeah. can do six weeks for free because I need to build up my confidence, my experience, testimonials, whatever it may be, but after six weeks, I'm then going to be charging you my normal PT rate. Is that okay with you? And if they say no, then you could say something like, well, I'm sorry, but I can't give you the free PT session. So you're almost selling them on the actual PT 
so the paid PT before you actually do the free PT sessions, if that makes sense. There's some type of agreement there that they are happy to pay you once the free PT sessions are completed. Because at the end of the day, none of us like talking about money, and especially when you're a new PT, you don't know how to go about that conversation. But at the end of the day, why do you get into PT? It's probably because you like fitness, but you're not a charity. You want to be someone who's earning good money, or some money at least, to be able to do the thing you enjoy. Because if you're not earning any money, then quite frankly, what's the point? You don't have a business. You only have a business if you're earning some money from it. I think as well, to just to tag on to your point there, Lewis, having that conversation saying, look, six weeks for nothing or six weeks for very little, and then it'll be the full price. If you set that stall out early, you're almost, you know, you want to make sure you smash those six weeks. Say you've six weeks, six weeks for nothing, and then it'll be full price. Smash those six weeks with them, get them some really good results, put all your effort into those sessions, be enthusiastic, really push them, work them hard because it's almost like a dress rehearsal for you. And if the person sees that you're a bloody good PT, that they're going to be happy to continue. When, if you said to them, look, six weeks, we'll sit down and have that conversation. If you want to continue, if you don't, great. Hopefully you've got some results with them anyways, even if they don't want to. But if you've really smashed those sessions for six weeks, it's a bit of a no-brainer for that person. Unless they're in a financial position where they can't actually spend on PT, people will find that money to put into you because they think, well, Lewis and Pete have worked the bollocks off. I've got great results. I've loved the sessions. I've worked hard. Like It's a no-brainer. So... You, it's a real chance to sell yourself. You, in, you've almost got a warm lead. That six weeks is just warming that lead up into someone that potential PT with you. Another couple of points I just wanted to chuck in, Lewis, was I mentioned earlier when I was talking about why why I did it and, and when to do it. Why I? Is it's really important to pick the times of day that you're PT in this person. So if you're not getting any money off this person, they should be pretty flexible with when you want a personal trainer. Don't be letting them sort of dictate to you, well, it has to be middle of the day because there's not really a lot of people in a commercial gym in the middle of the day. If you want it in the morning or you want it in the evening when it's busy times because there's more people looking at you, PTing. It's Think of it as a shop window. You want to be in that shop window at peak time. So... If you're giving something for free, you need it to maximize the benefit for you. And that could also be with social media stuff, whether your content, whether it's a video, picture, testimonial, hopefully progress pictures. So you have to get them into taking a picture at the start, a picture in the middle, picture at the end, wherever it is, just so you can see a result. And we just touched on testimonials. If you give someone a six-week plan, you said, look, six weeks, free, and then we're going to pay it. Set a goal with that person in that initial consultation. Set that goal. Don't make it too big, whether it's one, two, three goals, whatever it is, and make sure you smash them because that can go into the testimonial and that'll go into selling them into full paid PT because they say, well, Lewis and Pete, yourself, whoever it is, they set the goal of losing five kilos in six months, six weeks, or they set this, that I'd lift this weight by this point. And if you blow them out the park, they'll think, well, 
this guy or this person, this girl, they get me the results. So that's another really good idea of having that set time as you can map out a, a, a goal for them and get them to it. Sorry, the audio cut out there. <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah. So did you not get any of that? No, I did. I could, it was just at the very end. It was the last <laughs> word. I'll, we, we're, we're back on. We're back on. So, yeah, I, I think another little bonus tip, just to add on to what you said there, if you're wanting to actually sell PTs, because you might be thinking, well, what if I get to the end of the four, six, eight weeks? And they said they were going to pay, but then they get to the end of that agreed term and then they say, you know what, actually, I can't afford it. And then they've just pretty much lied to you. Well, one thing you can do is on Stripe, which is a payment processing platform, which I use for a lot of my clients when you can sell payments. It's essentially just a platform to exchange payments. What you can actually do is set up a product where you've got your monthly recurring portion, but you can actually add a free trial on there. So you could actually sell your PT, whether it's a monthly recurring subscription, and say, look, we'll add a six-week free trial for you, which is essentially the free PT sessions. But then after that, you will be charged immediately after the six weeks. So you don't even have to sell it again in six weeks' time because you've already set up and taken their bank details already. So they know they can't back out of that. Once they've verbally agreed it with you at the beginning, they know they're going to get charged. So that's a good little bonus tip, which is what I would do if I was to do that. Now I'll be like, right, I'm gonna, we're going to be charging for PT in six weeks' time. I will give you these free PT sessions for now, but you will get automatically charged just so you know that, so it will come out. So that's a good little tip. I think that's a great little tip because it means you're not having to have that sales chat twice because you've had exactly. that initial chat. They've been keen on it then because it obviously if someone's keen on something, it's really important that you close that when they're keen. Don't wait weeks and let them cool down. If they're keen on it then, when they're motivated, get them signed up rather than have the, have the second sales chat further down the line. Exactly. So there, the key main points we've named, some of the pros, maybe some of the things which you should try and do or should try not to do. Overall, in my opinion, I know mine and Pete slightly differ, I think that you should limit the amount of time you do free PT sessions. I'd only really do full free one-hour PT sessions if you're within the first three months of PT. And after that, I would maybe give them out every now and then, as I know Pete used to do, but after that, I'd try and just make everything paid because at the end of the day, you run the business and not a charity. As we, I said before, yes, we want to add value and give demonstrations, which are sort of like mini 20-minute PT sessions where you're providing that value on a third, fourth step of the conveyor belt systems, we like to say. But that isn't an actual scheduled PT session. That's just providing value and giving examples. Yes, you could argue you're giving your time away for free. I understand that. But if it's three PT sessions. You could almost have one week where you've got 20 PT sessions and 14 of them. Are <laughs> so you're giving away a lot of time and arguably a lot of them probably might not sign up. So only give free PT sessions, in my opinion, to build up testimonials, confidence, experience, and then make sure you are charging a decent amount for your PT because you want to grow your business at the end of the day, earn more money, get more clients and reduce the stress. I think... Just to tag on one more point is obviously when you're picking and choosing who you're going to offer this to, I mentioned friends, family, partners, great, but they might not 
sign up with you after you partner. You're not going to charge your partner for PT. So like I had a hairdresser that I was friendly with, like she would cut my hair and I was friendly with her. So she was a good person to PT for free, for example. She talks to so many people every day. So that could be something that you could have that conversation with them initially is, can you promote me as well? So I'll do this for free. And as long as you mention me to as many people as you can as well. So you're getting a bit of the marketing there on the side as well, which exactly. is exactly so some type of mutual agreement. Exactly. So but I think you know, much... it's, it's, Sorry, go it's got to work for you, hasn't it? It's got to work for you, hasn't it? If you're comfortable doing it, but like you say, this, this, we differ on this, but I think we sort of meet in the middle. Exactly. Exactly. At the end of the day, it's your PT business. You do what you think is best. We are here just to advise, but from our experience, that's what we would do. So I think we've covered pretty much everything there. If you want some actual free template scripts to be able to build some confidence and know what you need to say, head to the link in the description of the podcast where you can download a completely free gym floor conversation template script or watch our full one, we're just over an hour full gym floor PT masterclass where I go through the full system, which I use and I have used with clients in the past as well. Again, it's completely free. Or if you want to actually go in depth, you can join our PTP protocol. But I think that's everything. Do you have anything else you want to say, Pete? No, I think you've uh, you've nailed it. I mean, obviously, if you listen to the podcast and enjoy it, give us a five-star rating and share it on your social media, please. Thanks very much.